from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Almost nobody does that. Almost nobody. That's you. I was going to... Uh, right. Why would Liam be William? I have no idea. Oh, because it's the last four letters, I guess. William. Also, it doesn't make sense that Bill is William, when you think about it. No, or it doesn't. Bob being Robert. I don't understand that. That doesn't either. make any yeah. sense. Or Jack for John. Yes, thank you. And Pat, if you, Patrick, that makes sense. Matt, Matthew, that makes sense. Bill, William? Mm, oh. yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> You're going to have to jack for John, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm out of cash. So I'm jacking for John. You had a, a very good comment a second ago, because I said, why would this guy burn his three-year-old kid up in the car? <laughs> and you said, because he's a three-year-old kid. They're <laughs> horrible. That's a bad age. It's not just the terrible twos. It goes into the three. Terrible twos plus one. Yes. Yeah. See, this is why you should be glad that you never reproduced. Oh, and by the way, me. America's glad you didn't reproduce. Uh, yeah. Glad about that. I mean, do, do you have any kids? Uh, yeah. Now, God bless him. He, uh, you know, abortion now is like that. It's like you get rid of a kid when it's just like a fucking kid that's annoying. I mean, basically, this this setting him on fire <laughs> is like the new. That. It's like the new abortion law, pretty much. I think in the state of New York, it's now considered not a human being. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Never. Never reproduced. Um, have you? No. No. Uh, well, have, I, you, have you ever kind of gone... I'm the pull-out game. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fucking salesman at uh, midnight and selling sofas. <laughs> I'm the pull-out king. That uh, is exactly right. The... <laughs> I, I stole it from Portlandia. I'm the, I'm the pull-out king. You ever watch that Portlandia? Um, I've seen bits and pieces. Lance. Actually, I have a good Portlandia story. Oh, well, right, please. Have we started? Do tell, yeah, yeah, this is the show. And... Uh, don't let that psych you out. It's always very polarizing when I say this, but uh, I, I am friends with Ann Coulter, and um, oh, I love Ann Coulter. She is she's a delight, and one of my favorite people. She's uh, she's great, and um, she is friends with uh, the legendary from the beginning, off and on head writer Jim Downey of Saturday Night Live. And as a result, because of Ann, I became friends with Jim Downey. And uh, Jim Downey took us to a Saturday Night Live after party that I believe Alec Baldwin was hosting. And, of course, he was just sweaty in the corner, uh, looking <laughs> like a weird Long Island potato that he is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Fred Armisen came over to Ann and was heavily recruiting her, which I actually thought was a brilliant idea, to play a sort of like herbalist, hippy dippy person in Portlandia. Oh wow, that'd be great! Uh, and Anne was totally into it. And I'm like, when I get a little drunk with Anne, I'm a little more protective of her because, as you can imagine, when she's in a bar, a lot of people want to attack her. Oh right. And I. Found. She's like Milo times a million. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although Milo is times a million. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was very suspect of Fred Armisen. So when he came over to start recruiting her for Portlandia, I kind of got in the middle of him like the dick that I am. You cock-blocked it, huh? A little bit. And I'm like, hey, you should like talk to your whatever your representatives are. I was like, don't just say yes right now. Because we all had a couple drinks in us, yeah. and Fred Armisen obviously hated me for that. And he's like, "I, I, I, was, I was closing on this." Well, but by the way, hindsight, the next day when we were relatively sober, um, she didn't want to do I, it anymore. I told her you should absolutely do it. I thought that would be brilliant. Like Ann Coulter playing a hippy dippy like herbalist in Portland. Uh huh. I th that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And like in Fred kind of trusted him. So he's like, we're not going to make you look bad. I think it'd just be really funny. Yeah. And it just somehow never happened. That's but, Bill uh, Schultz. I thought, that, I thought that'd be a great idea. Bill Schultz from Morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm very happy to have you on. Finally. You know, uh, Anne does your show. And um, it's because you take care of her at the right times, I'm sure. You know what I mean? You shouldn't make decisions like that when you're drunk. Just like you shouldn't join a fucking sex cult. A cringe-inducing testimony in violent Brooklyn court. I a, love watching the Dixon Bond mods come from just thumbing through the paper. <laughs> uh, these are great. Trial of Nexium sex cult leader. It has begun. A slave seducing Keith was, uh, well, uh, the slave that they have on the stand seducing Keith was first order. Wait, this so. This guy right here gets I've more pussy. Been, by the way, he looks a little like Aaron Sorkin. 
Am I wrong on that? Oh boy, yeah, he does look he like looks him. like he looks like, like a younger Aaron Sorkin when like he was a, still into crack. If he if he was a runner, maybe you yeah. know what I mean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look at this fucking guy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks a like bit. Aaron Sorkin. Actually, he kind of looks like Fred Armisen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This way Wait, so is this a sex uh, cult that that one actress got arrested for that yes. was in Smallville? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She played uh, oh, like Allison, Allison Mack. Oh, fucking great. And if you could get like a two-bit C-list actress to um, recruit for your sex cult, you're doing something right. Oh, yeah. You are doing something right. That's you, a good sex cult. That is nine-tenths of, of it right there. If you're trying to start a sex cult, you find yourself a, a D-list actress that will recruit women for you. If you can do that, I'm impressed with him. You Good have for a cult. Although, should I not say that? Did he like murder some people? No, nobody's and now, dead. Now I should regret that. When you hear sex um, cult, it's I usually just a lot of fucking yeah. and and some money maybe changed hands or something. Because I, I don't understand exactly what he's I done that's illegal. I guess he, they were compelled to yeah, do sex was, because they, they would get like evidence on him, but they would volunteer this evidence. Apparently, and, it's illegal to have fun. Uh, like fuck you, world. Well, I mean, like, you know, yeah. welcome, welcome to 2019. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fun has been illegal for a long time. I feel. Next, no a uh, sex cult slave took the stand in Brooklyn federal court Tuesday to uh, reveal the twisted inner workings of the upstate group. The woman uh, she's referred to on the stand as Sylvie to protect her identity. Uh, what described how she was recruited to the group at age 18 by Seagram Harris. Claire, Claire Bronfman. Yeah, legal 18. 18, thank you. There's no children in this cult that I know of. She was groomed to perform uh, perverted acts to please the group's Fingali-like leader. Svengali-like. What is perverted acts? I, I, like, come on. Up the uh, butt. First of all. Anything that's a little inventive, creative, I think, they consider to be perverse. You know, <laughs> shit, yeah. that we, shit we're trying to think of to keep it interesting. Yes. Shit that you get to your 40s, uh, you're like, I need that to come. Like, why are you impeding our creativity? We're just thinking of new ways to keep it fresh. Look at poor Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> <laughs> He's and a big he fan legit, of the show, by the way. He legit was a crack addict. Uh, <laughs> was no, he that, really? He did oh, a lot of crack? You, you, oh, absolutely. I don't know that much about him. Like, Aaron Sorkin, like, I always, I'm always fascinated by the most waspy looking dudes that are crack addicts. And Aaron Sorkin, absolutely. Oh, you can Google it. He was a crack addict. Yeah. And. And also, like, I've done shrooms. Shockingly, I've never done crack. Uh, but I don't understand how you mix shrooms with crack. But apparently, that's what he used. That that was his big thing. He mixed yeah. shrooms with crack. With crack, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably that's not really something people do. That sounds like something that like like well, when you're like twelve. Well, because we're brilliant writers like Aaron Sorkin. We gotta get mushrooms and. And crack. And you know what the next thing is? The West Wing. So <laughs> we're both losing here in this Fuck equation. Him. Yeah. He's an idiot. You know, like, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a fucking... Uh, have you seen To Kill a, uh, to kill a Mockingbird? Uh, he made it better. Every... <laughs> I've seen him do his like little teaching thing that he does. You know, like they have like uh, what do they call that? It has a name, like a uh, fucking master class. And he's oh, talking, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, trying yeah. to teach about script writing and shit like that. You know, and he's like, th there's women around and they are very uncomfortable, and it, it's all very cringy. You know, I, I got no respect for the guy, but I will say that's it's funny about the shrooms and crack. Oh no, look it up. These like, shrooms I, uh, will be great. They will be like shrooms. On crack. It's just such a weird combo. But on yeah, crack. oh no, absolutely. He liked his crack and he liked his shrooms. Well, this is like sex on crack for this guy. I'm talking about Keith Rainier. His trial has begun. She told jurors on the first day that she uh, of this trial that, that she was eventually lured into his inner sanctum. No, I mean, I like, I don't want to get into term. his sanctum. I, just inner sanctum overall. I love that term. I oh, mean, it's, 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 it, it seems a little strong in this case. <laughs> like a combination, like... <laughs> Area for a Bond villain and mm. also a sexual position. It's Inner like a sanctum. Yeah, uh, yeah, or like a piece of the body that's between the butt and the and the sack. <laughs> it's a classier version of taint. Yes. Yeah. Inner sanctum. Yeah, no, no, you missed, you missed, you're right in the inner sanctum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she described posing uh, nude for a photo in 2015 at the behest of her female a slave master. That's not that big a deal. Posing nude for a photo is not a big deal. Then, uh, no. Then uh, got her sickening. Uh, wait, 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 wait. 
then got her sickening marching orders, which were your first assignment is to seduce Keith Rainier. Not, not really that tough to seduce this guy. He's By got, the way, kind of sign sec- me up. Sex on the brain, you know what I mean? This guy, he's already kind of tilted towards... He knows towards what he's doing. I love you, Matt. ...inclined to have sex with a woman that was Matt, a producer of the show. Oh, no, the other guy is a producer. But uh, he has a, uh, a fireman, and we have nothing but respect for the FDNY. Do you know what this reminds me of a little bit? So, Do you remember... Um, Peaches Geldof, which, by the way, examine the fact that her name was Peaches. It was Peaches. Bob Geldof's daughter. And she was both a Scientologist and a heroin addict. And uh, there was this thing back in the day called Gawker. It was good. It was bad. It was a thing in New York. It happened. Um, and Hulk Hogan <laughs> destroyed it. But... Um, a Gawker, I believe, fo- did the photos, but it's one of my favorite cult stories where Peaches Geldof had this, like, heroin-strewed, like, weekend, not one-night stand, weekend night stand with this other heroin addict, and he took pictures. And he didn't know where he was or what he was doing, but he was just doing a lot of smack with Peaches Geldof. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> he finds himself, this is all true and you can see the photos online he finds himself in a Scientology clinic in LA and all of a sudden he wakes up and <laughs> Peach Geldof is on a treadmill with some sort of breathing mask and like trying to sweat off the poisons because that's part of Scientology like well you went back on the heroin or in Travolta's case you went back on the dick mm. and you gotta sweat it you gotta sweat it out and then take a lot of vitamins and then like you he sweat was, out dick like, on a treadmill I, apparently, like, ask Tom Cruise, but I believe you can. Yeah. Um, and and she was trying to recruit him because she was so rich. So he was there. And they're like, all right, we can help you. Like, you're a heroin addict, too. Get on the treadmill. Take a bunch of vitamins. Sweat it out. And we'll go from there. And instead of going from there, he just gave it all a gawker. <laughs> and all the pictures and everything. And it was... Mwah. Who was this? Uh, well, Peaches Geldof was the was girl the, that... The, the girl? Yeah, I don't remember the guy's the guy? name. Just I, some I, dude. You, shockingly, I don't remember most heroin addicts' names. Uh, nobody's. Just some junkie nobody. Yeah. I didn't get that part. Well, hell, uh, he, he, that was a big glorious moment for him, though. Peaches oh, Geldof. Yeah, he's probably uh, dead now. What do you think, Bob Geldof? Bob Geldof, you think uh, he's is dead? Is Bob Geldof dead? If he's not, he should be because uh, it's very cause oriented. You know what I mean? Like, he I'm did sick of the live causes. aid, I live, believe. Live yeah, aid, yeah, yeah, for AIDS. Mm-hmm. Well, by the way, I and I'm having a brain fart here. What was he famous for? Like, the wall. When, was, when was he? Like, Boomtown Rats. Oh, that's it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Mondays. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so he was Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> he loved lasagna. Yeah, he loved... Uh, and he was always getting into it with uh, John yeah. and Opie. Uh, uh, I don't yeah. like Mondays. I like lasagna. That was it. Yeah, the song was very deep. So listen to that more than Bob Geldof shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Allison Mack uh, was a crony there, a Smallville TV actress. She responded, you have to do better than that, the woman said, because she was trying to, she called him a creepy-looking man. Rainier, she referred to him as a creepy-looking man. You look sexy in your glasses, is what she told him. She reluctantly texted him, you look sexy in your glasses. That well, was wait, supposed well, to... The uh, Smallville, Smallville girl did this as far as, like, being, like, a wing woman... Like she was well, like this is Sylvie, the sex slave. Okay. Her attempt to seduce him was, "You look sexy in your glasses." I, I'm sorry, I backed into that. I, I skipped that paragraph. But yeah, you did. She told him, "You look sexy in your glasses," and then uh, Rainier, uh, uh, see, he said, "You have to do better than that." That was what he responded. You have to do better than that. Well, of course, she's just being getting assertive. warmed up. I mean, He's come on. Look, if she's if she's trying to seduce you and you know that's happening. Is a seduction kind of just a foregone conclusion at yes. this point? Come on, slave, try harder. All of this is incidental. Uh, I mean, uh, let's you, uh, cut uh, to the sex cult uh, chase. I right like there. your frames of your glasses. She should just kept talking about his glasses. Get kicked out of this fucking thing. He pushed her to text more vulnerable they photos all, of herself. Like, all these cult leaders have like this windswept hair. That, like even David yeah. Koresh. Can you see him, like playing a guitar, like an acoustic guitar? Oh, oh God! That's how he got brought them in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the, the Birkenstocks. Can strum in a way. 
What do they call it? Like some kind of Pied Piper shit? You just like go through a town, and all the like sixteen-year-old girls follow you, and by the time you get where you're going, they're they're legal. Oh God! He, he oh, puts, like all you got to do is go to Mississippi. Legal fifteen. It, fifteen there. I believe so. Yeah. You know, in Louisiana, their age of consent is eighteen. It's seventeen in New York. You would think we would not be so backward. Really? Seventeen in New York. You know why? Because mm-hmm. this whole thing in New York called upstate. Uh-huh. Well, there's... Uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not all this. It's a lot of people in the state. It's, uh, there, there's a whole other thing going on They can't keep up York. with this many people. They're like, sure, age of consent, there is one, but, you know, don't ask a lot of questions. She says this, literally in the end, they were just of my vagina. That's a 32-year-old witness said, uh, this uh, Rainier, he, he wanted snaps that went lower and lower. Uh, he was urging her. I'm reading the paragraphs backwards now. I'm getting turned uh, on. Hiding in the bathroom of the home in Albany near Nexium's compound. She shared, and she, by the way, she's married. She has a husband. She shared a place with her husband. The 32-year-old witness said that you know, eventually she was just sending him cooch pictures. It's very easy to hide in Albany, by the way. It's very easy to hide the fact that you're in a sex cult when you're married to a moron. <laughs> I mean, you have to be married to an absolute dipshit. The alleged cult leader passed her for scores of sexually explicit photos of herself, and eventually he gave me uh, actual poses to do. Uh, Sylvie said she stopped. By the way, none of this sounds illegal. I don't think so. Yeah, what, Why what's is going this so on illegal? Here? I'm not so sure. Some of the images in an iCloud folder deleted tags from two years. I mean, I'm sure oh, that they God have to like bad. bring these up, like in the in the trial, like they have to look Wait, at these as evidence. Are you saying there were some sex that you regret? So that's the entire case right now. Yes. Like, what's, what's going uh, what on is there? It, what, like, what is this? I'm trying to figure like, it out. This guy just sounds like uh, a smarter man than me. He sounds that's like a guy. Like. Yeah, he managed to make all this work, and people resent it. And uh, I think that uh, they re- they resent his French heritage, perhaps. I don't know. Do you know anyone that was ever in a cult? Uh, like a cult cult? No. I can't think of anybody. I, I technically am related to someone that I never met. I have a cousin that... Um, I was probably like five, six, so I, I guess I met her maybe once or twice, and she went off with the Moody's. And no. the Moody's are oh. still a thing, yeah. Boy. And for all we know, she's either A, dead... Oh, you or B still with the movie. She disappeared in the movie. Disappeared. Movies. Oh, she's off the fucking beaten track. Broke. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Those people are. I mean, like, man, if you're in the if with you're a movie, mass weddings, and, give yeah. everything away, and yeah, oh yeah. man, I knew I did know somebody whose parents were into a cult, and they were very irresponsible with their money. What? Yes. I would think one would not have anything to do with the other. It's yeah. There's a correlation. It doesn't mean causation. So we don't know, but there, but there's some kind of a link. You know, I wonder if what if Aunt Coulter, there should be an a cult of Coulter. Oh, there is. Yeah. Oh, there absolutely is. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Fox News viewing audience. Yeah, I love Aunt Coulter. I, I think she's the most entertaining human being, pound for pound. She's actually very anti Fox News Earth. right now. Well, I, I shouldn't speak out of turn, but I think that we're about to be evicted because I think we're we're causing people to leave. Oh, isn't that our goal? I, I, I'm guessing that we that's our cult. Uh, do we, we don't recruit. Oh, we she's anti-recruit. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I guess we're okay then. She sobbed so hard at one point, the judge stopped the proceeding to get up and grab a tissue and hand it to her. I've never seen a judge get up and grab a tissue for somebody. Uh, it's called the 21st century. What? It's called being an empathetic judge. Yeah, it's but... called welcome to empathy, you dickhead. <laughs> I've never seen a judge do that though. He's like, get her a tissue. Just because justice is blind doesn't mean they can't cry. I, justice, the blindness of justice to me is uh, <laughs> that is that has yet to be proven. Accurate? Uh, I, I think I think justice is actually can see. It's, it's got very good vision. Uh, well, see, well, I'm, I'm tired of talking about the Nexium cult. Although I could really talk about it forever. Oh, are you kidding me? I could do cults all the fucking day. The twisted father who allegedly set a car on fire left his three-year-old daughter to die in the back seat, threatened a murder-suicide an hour earlier. I guess he just settled for a murder. Uh, sending the tots mom and cops on a frantic scramble and a scrambling frantic search to save the doomed child. <laughs> what is that? That's doomed really child. come yeah, on. A scavenger hunt. Get your brothers and get the car and get the cops. That's what he said. Uh, he said he's going to kill himself and the baby. Who kills himself and the baby? Usually, murder-suicide is not you and a baby. By the way, remember when condoms were a thing? When you and I were growing up, condoms were a thing. They were. This is not a fucking thing anymore. No. Like, no one, like. I don't know how long it's been, but more than three years. 
<laughs> Kids these days have not worn condoms. They, they they don't know what ribbed for her pleasure means. You make they, that joke, they don't yeah. get it. They they it's wasted on these idiots. Uh, well, when they we grew up, we were taught that if you have sex without a condom, you AIDS. die. Yeah, you yeah. dead immediately. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna look like uh, Tom Hanks from the movies. You're gonna be you're just gonna like. And even if it's the first time you had sex with a woman, like. The baby will have AIDS. AIDS. Yeah, yeah y'all, she'll get pregnant, and the baby will have AIDS. Baby, Every, everyone's AIDS gonna baby, die of yeah. AIDS. Yeah, it, it was weird. It was it, like was, they, it was ingrained in our heads. They drilled that um, hard. And this is not happening anymore. I guess they were trying to control the population or something. I mean, I hate to Which, be Mister Conspiracy Theory, but well, by the way, I am full on for controlling the population. Really? The less, have the your less pet of spayed us, or neutered. The less, of, the less of us, the better. Yeah, I want Bob Barker to be our next president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is a good idea to control the population, oh, but uh, it, it only There's works on certain people. People who care if they get AIDS. I don't know. <laughs> it's like they, to they told us that was going to happen. We were yeah. so sure. And and then like we had to like it was like a slow removal of that condom like at the end of it you know what I mean like how how what, what age were you when you were comfortable with this just just going bareback by the way there's a oh, room full of people listening to this question goes, like I would say I it was so ingrained in me I would say I was I'll tell you this I would, I would say early mid, late twenty late twenties early thirties yeah. where I'm like Ugh, okay maybe it's not everything I thought it was gonna be but mm-hmm. although having said that. Super gonorrhea is a thing, and people forget about that. <laughs> That's the new That's Avengers movie, right? That, yeah. I'm not, the, the, the super gonorrhea is a thing. Thanos and super gonorrhea. <laughs> so, By the way, super gonorrhea is such a better bad guy than Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I would so watch the new Avengers Phase 3 with super gonorrhea. It's only a matter of time. Oh, but they'd be like, you know what? That sounds a little, like, ethnically, we don't want to do that. <laughs> Well, Thanos is purple. Super Gotteria would sort of be like kind of pulsating pink, I guess. Is Thanos like dice? Is that what he acts like? like hey, oh! Well, Josh Brolin is a voice, but he's just sort of like very calm and... Josh Brolin's a great actor. Oh, I love him. But he's just very calm. He's not doing the... No, yeah, yeah. Hickory dickory duck. Yeah, he's just sort of like... My name's Thanos. half of the universe, and this is how it is, and I win, (laughs) and the Avengers lose. He's very pragmatic about his genocide. Oh, could you see if... Which is how I uh, describe myself. I am pragmatic about my genocide. There's really only one way to be about it. If you get emotional about it, you're going to fuck the whole thing up. Thank you. You're going to go in the wrong order. You're going to... So this dire warning at 8 p.m. Sunday sent Coleman into a flurry of action, uh, calling Nassau County police to check on guys at Pereira's, uh, uh, Pereira's Valley Stream home and alerting NYPD that her daughter Zoe was in danger. So this is, you know, the, the kid, for some reason, he decided to kill this kid. Coleman desperately dialed, uh, you know, this guy, uh, Pereira. That's who it is. The guy's name, killer, uh, the alleged killer, Martin Pereira. Uh, he has an ex-fiancé. He was told by a cousin after her ex-fiancé, Martin Pereira, called that relative. So, uh, yeah, this is what's happening. So what? I got the cops here. So what? You're fucking crazy. Where's my daughter? Coleman can be heard responding. So this, there's a recording of this, apparently. So wait, he threw the kid into the car and then set, Kids the, in the, car. set the car on fire? He, he said he was going to have a murder-suicide. And so then uh, he desperately dialed this guy, an officer, in the background of a video call, and he was only enraged further when he saw the cops. And he says, I, he goes, I know you're talking, uh, talking to the cops. He goes, so what? Goes, so what? Uh, I've got the cops here, so what? You're fucking crazy. Where's my daughter? I don't really know. Yeah, I'll make you crazy. You're never going to get your daughter again. So I guess it was one of those things. He's just trying to, like, uh, keep this. He didn't have a grudge against the kid. It, <laughs> I guess it's usually not that. <laughs> the kid's a bargaining oh, chip. Having a grudge. <laughs> the kid didn't know what money, you know. There the kid was, no... was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Like, the dad was having some issues, and oh. the kid was in the bullseye. <sighs> but who amongst us hasn't wanted to kill a three-year-old in a car? I mean, three. Uh, three... Come on. Three's too young Not to for be that. Devil's I, I don't, I, yeah, three's too young. I'm gonna. I'll, 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 I don't like to judge, but I think three's too young for that. You're empowering the victim, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I like I, that. I, I, well, you, thank you. Uh, Coleman uh, heard a call come over the police radio just before 9 p.m. for a great car on fire. He had a sinking feeling. Her daughter was inside, and she was right. Had a feeling. Sick. Yeah, so his car is an Audi. So is my belly button. Audi. It's a belly button. So is my belly. But at night it can look gray. 
I had a feeling it was my daughter. Champagne, it can look gray. That I don't get. But we'll, we'll keep you uh, updated on. I can't imagine what the update would be. Well, now I have to be. Now, now you've got me fascinated. 15-year-old gangbanger wannabe allegedly opened fire on Yonkers Street last month, killing an innocent teen, turned himself into police. By the way, you always call me a 15-year-old game baiter wannabe. That's like you've always been your nickname for me, and, I, and now I get it. Yeah, now that you see what yeah. the one looks like, you're yeah. like, you know, that does deserve yeah. a resemblance. Now, um, now I'm more pissed. To Jameer Thompson. He turned himself into police at about 1 a.m. after spending two weeks on the lam. I like a paper. We were talking about the newspaper before. The newspaper says things like on the lamb. Yeah, and you can't really get that on the you New York You can't get it on your phone. Uh, yeah, thank you. We got him. Yonkers Mayor Mike Spano announced. So, hey, chalk went up for Yonkers. Uh, the suspect uh, considered himself part of the bloodhounds. <laughs> An offshoot of the bloods. Although the shooting is not believed to be gang-related, and he does not appear to be in any crew. Well, we just wanted to mention where the... <laughs> the By the way, for there. those of you that don't have the visuals here, there is nothing better than watching Pat Dixon say, an offshoot of the Bloods, uh, live and in front of my face right tell you now. about the Bloods. Uh, I, it is just manna from heaven. The Bloodhounds, an offshoot of the Bloods. Mm. Although the shooting is not believed to be gang-related and does not appear, and he doesn't appear to be part of any crew. But we just wanted... That's why saying that was so... Well, you've Unnecessary. got. You have to fill a certain amount of space. I guess it's uh, there's I mean, column no, inches. Yeah, they, like they they, That's they, one they thing. assign that cub reporter, uh, you know, five hundred words, and you gotta fucking fill it. You I gotta love fill having it. people yeah. who have covered the news uh, on the show because they these kind of like insights, you know, <laughs> like these. Like we're gonna go with a full color photo of this chick. That's yeah. the tragedy. Oh, God. She stuck and, her head out for her kid. That's what happened. Well, American papers were so late in the game with that because that is all England. Like, that is the mirror. That is the oh. Daily Mail. That is everything. And, uh, you know, Daily News, their website has basically aped the Daily Mail. But the Post also just got the fact that, like, every about three pages, hot girl. Like, even if she's been murdered, beheaded, and the head was thrown into a garbage fire, and then the head was taken out and thrown into another garbage fire, it's she's got to look hot at one picture and then flip the page. Yeah, think about a girl and like we, that. We learned this from England. That's a hot girl who is not going to do any more damage to anybody, you know? So like, she can sue. In a way, yeah. that is the that is a very very like relaxing image. A dead woman who England was hot. England was always better at that than we were. We we learned from them. I don't care about uh, school shootings that happen in Colorado. That's off my beat. None of my business. None of my B.I.B.s. There's 43 new measles cases in New York City, though. 43. Well, Reported in the city in the past week, bringing the total to 466 since October. That's a lot of measles. You know why, right? It's a lot of measles. You know yeah, why. I know why. The Jews don't like uh, to be uh, well, inoculated. Well, now, hold on. I'm talking about uh, like the... Like we're talking about the old... Old uh, Orthodox yeah. Borough Park uh, they're area. They're fucking ruin it for everyone else. They, they, they will not let us have nice things. And... Schultz! Uh, and by the way, I'm certainly, I'm sure not the first to say this, but Hasidic Jews are basically the Jewish version of Amish people. And, but I think even oh. Amish people have vaccines. Yeah. I, I would assume they do, right? Yeah, um, but there's no electricity the, the, involved with them. Yeah, but but the ortho, like they will, they refuse these fucking vax things, and they're ruining it for the rest of New York. And then they got to get a shot at going to take it on the weekends, right? They can't take my vaccine for me. And it's a thing, and like oh, and the, you, the top part of the microphone that. is where the oh, sorry, that's, that's yeah. the that's the action I'm part. I'm not of a professional. <laughs> um, but you saw this thing like uh, about two weeks ago. There was like a couple uh, MTA bus drivers that were in trouble because they were not admitting um, a Hasidic Jew in there because of the measles thing. Uh. And they covered their mouth, and they were like, oh, and they finally let him in, but they're just like, well, you're not taking your vaccines, and we don't want to get measles. i got to say, fair enough. Uh, like, okay, makes sense, but these people did have their vaccines, right? No. No, like, they like didn't a lot of Hasids uh, no, 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 are not... The people that don't that aren't letting the guy on. Oh yeah, but yeah. So you've had your vaccines. Yeah, they, what do you care? Know, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. What do you care if the guy comes on without his vaccines? I you know, what do you care if the whole bus has measles? You're not going to get it. You've had the vaccine. I assume, but like, I don't. Ha we all have had the measles vaccines. It was almost eliminated from America. This is a way then, to not be around Jews, isn't it? Hmm. This is a way to avoid Jewish. <laughs> 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 like, well, they can't come to school anymore. 
I don't know. No, they. they we had a measles vaccine, did we not? Like when we were growing up, I don't remember if we did. I think I think two inoculations makes you safer than one. But we, I, I'm sure we did. Measles, I mean, mumps. I assume. Measles, mumps, rabies, smallpox, um, which doesn't cholera. exist anymore. Yeah. yeah. A trash talking strap hanger. That's what they used to call people on the train. Please strap don't hanger. Call no, me there's a no trash talking d- strap hanger. There's no uh, straps now. Why don't they call them pole holders? The nah, poles strap on better. the subway are the, the old school straps, yeah. So, yeah, so trash-talking strap hanger. Wearing a letter jacket broke a man's jaw in an unprovoked attack on a Ford train in Crown Heights. Crown Heights yeah. is the heart of violent Brooklyn. That quite literally happened to me. What, you got your jaw broken? Uh, in Crown here? Heights? No, no, the shuttle uh, train from Times Square to Grand Central. Oh, the yes, the the the, the gray, oh, yeah. the gray line. Here, here, here. What Broke the hell happened? Shattered in Whoa. three places. Tell me, do tell. Oh yeah. How long uh, ago was this? This is my welcome to New York story. Oh. I was. Um, I came from Boston, not to brag. Uh, <laughs> but to bring um, some class to yeah, this city, exactly. Um, and I got a, like the stupid editorial assistant job at Details Magazine, and I was working on a weekend, and I was feeling lazy because I was living in Queens at the time. I took the shuttle from uh, where Condé Nast was at the time to Grand Central. Okay, so you, and you, I remember you were trying to not walk a hundred yards or something. Yeah, and okay. also like I didn't really know New York that well either, so I didn't know where I was. Hey, kudos like, I, for having the you know getting on the train. Well, that a lot of people yeah, their their urge is to walk everything. Well, and by the way, I, I, in hindsight, I wish that was my urge. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, Sunday, and uh, it was crowded like you were sardines in there. Mm-hmm. And all I remember is on this guy had yeah, this guy had a scar from the top of his. Uh, forehead to the bottom of his jaw and the other guy had a baseball bat two and, of them wow yeah and I uh, was reading my stupid writer's pitches like the dork that I was from like writers freelance writers for details mm. and uh, they they both said hey uh, stop getting in between us we're trying to have a conversation and I gave him a look try to be tough like obviously I can't move and and they and they're like, no man, you got to get out of the way. And I'm like, obviously I can't get out of the way. You couldn't and move. Yeah, and you, you were that you could in. see that. And oh they're God. like, and it was like that. They go, oh really? You open your mouth one more time, we're gonna shut it for you. And I remember that. And what year was this? This was 1999. And oh. um. I don't know what I was thinking. I, well, I wasn't thinking because I was like new New Yorker, and I like was open my mouth to say something like probably like oh leave me alone, and probably all, say fuck yeah, you. All it took was bat against my head, a and, bat, and that that crowded uh, sh- like shuttle subway parted like the Red Sea. And Suddenly there's all went, this room. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and everyone went to the side. And you know how they always talk about, like, um, out-of-body experiences mm. when you're about to die? Yeah. It's a. It's like, I think there's, like, some sort of thing in your brain when trauma has happened to you where it happens. Well, these guys just beat the fuck out of me. Like, really, like, They horribly. weren't even done. Yeah, oh, no. He, he took my... Um, Head and started bashing it against the uh, chair. Christ. And um, they and I had an out of body experience where I saw I like it was about I was outside of my head and I watched it all happen. Now it wasn't because it was a some sort of religious. I'm about to go to visit God thing. I think there's some sort of thing in your brain where like you just see things differently when you're getting destroyed. I don't know. Some sort of evolution. I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. But I, I saw him do that to me. Interesting. And I was shockingly concussed and Very enter- entertained by it. You're like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Watch. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. It felt a lot better than the actual pain I was feeling. Oh, my God. And, and, though, and then... This was all because... It, making me just, I'm sorry to keep stopping you, but this was just because you, you, wrong place, wrong time. You wrong just place, wrong time. smarted the wrong guy yeah. a little. Even just a little. Just not even that much. Mm. Not even that much. Wow. And um, I remember I'm just like kind of twitching on the subway, and, and and everyone, all of a sudden, everyone's a hero. Like after the, the first of all, they don't walk, run away; they walk. 
They spit on my fucking half corpse and they walk away. And then all of a sudden everyone's a hero. They get the cop, a bunch of cops, and they have to stop the train because they have to clean up the blood. That's how bad it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, I mean, when you're the guy who got the shit beat out of him, you don't really care if the train's fucking delayed. Oh, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, blow me. uh, Yeah, exactly. I'm in pain. And my nose is, like, on the side of my face. My jaw is hamburger (laughs) made. And, but the thing of it is, when something like that happens, is you're not, shockingly, of the right frame of mind. So I had to go through all these cops, because I was just embarrassed, and I was half concussed. Um, I had to sign all these fucking forms for me not to go to the emergency room. They're like, we as cops, NYPD, have to tell you, you have to go to the emergency room right now. I'm like, I just want to go home. Um, and I decided all these forms. You did. You didn't want to go to the hospital. I didn't want to go to the hospital. I was just like embarrassed. I was like 22. Like and the whole thing. Like I was ashamed by oh the whole thing. Ashamed and, and embarrassed. Uh, yeah. And and your jaw was broken. Here, here, and here. And then Shattered. I remember I remember I went back to Queens and I looked in the mirror and I saw what I looked like, which was very much elephant man. And yeah. I just remember starting like weeping. Uh. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> and, and like, why don't I just go to the hospital where I can barely drink? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and emotional jo- health is important yeah. too. And I remember my um I got my jaw wired shut. And I thought it wouldn't last that long. And it lasted for fucking six months because I really shattered my jaw. And I never told my mom about this. And I thought... Your mom is a listener, by the way, I should tell you. (laughs) Debbie, I apologize. Well, no, Debbie found out. But I remember I came home for Thanksgiving, and my jaw was still wired shut. And I was so stupid, I thought I could get away with it. Because I learned how to talk with my teeth clenched, like, really well. Oh, you just have to be, like, really, uh... Yeah, yeah, you sound okay. like you sound like someone on uh, uh, the yacht. I like everything. I get it, and I I didn't realize how much weight I'd lost. And I remember I thought I could could convince my mom that everything was fine because you were just surviving on like yeah. soup and cum and stuff. Yes, yeah. it would mostly cum. Yeah, and and <laughs> I like I remember I got off the plane and this is back in the day where you like. People could meet you off the plane. Yeah, like, and my mom just started crying. (laughs) Like, she looked at me. I didn't realize I looked like a Holocaust, Uh, but I I did. You were that amazing. No, I I was. I was. I was like sixty pounds. Yeah, and I knew that. Like everything that I was wearing, seventy maybe. (laughs) So that's a solid one seventy, by the way. You're very thin. Oh, it's very hard for me to hold up this microphone. I have to tell you that. Yeah, uh, my hands already shaking. And your jaw is fine. It is fine. Your uh, so nose is still fucked up. Unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable yeah, that was story. my welcome to New York. But, but the thing I always go back to is that was a terrible story. But I got to tell you, aside from that. Boston is terrible. I would get beat up like every other week in Boston. And I, I, I never would get beat up in New York after that. I had a really bad incident in New York when I first moved here. But Boston, God, yeah. Like, the thing about Boston, uh, and it's true, is uh, dudes go to fucking boss, and they either do two things. They're either going to fuck or they're going to fuck you up, dude. If I am not fucking a girl... I'm going to fuck you up. One of two things are going to happen. Yeah. And when the guys that didn't have sex with the girls, they just beat me up. Yeah. Like, wow. Oh, I'm yeah, this aggression out. So you would be the yeah, object. Yeah, you seem of their- like a smart ass. Yeah, from Chicago. Ah, here's your Chicago. Boom, right yeah. there. And I'd be like, that's not clever, but my nose is broken. I never, I've never heard such bigotry towards the Irish. That's only something I'm not too comfortable with. That. Well. Get comfortable. This guy, this guy in Crown Heights, he said, I'm bigger than you and I could beat you up. The jock said to the 25-year-old victim before clocking no, him in the face. He's twice. At about 1 a.m., he hit him in the face twice. April 30th, it says, Utica Avenue subway station. The victim was taken to King's County Hospital, like anybody cares, where he was treated <laughs> for a broken jaw. Uh, it's the worst. It takes forever to This repair. guy didn't just go home. <laughs> this guy went to the fucking <laughs> hospital. He was taken I there. I went home. Yeah, oh, I went for three days. When I Everything that I ate tasted like glass. And then after a while, I'm like, yeah, I should probably go to an orthodontist. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're just broken. Here, here, here. Did they, catch, there, did they catch the guys? No. And I, and I still have them. Um, yeah, of course not. Well, you know, Bill, we have a bit of a surprise for you today. A little <laughs> bit of a reunion. <laughs> Julio? <laughs> right here at Sullivan's. Where, oh, by the way, Sullivan's, 
What a bar. What a fantastic what bar. What a bar. And we would say thank you to Sullivan's for letting us hang out here thank and do you, this Sullivan's. show. And, uh, it's weird that you find an Irish bar in Midtown. Yeah, right uh, here. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, which, which, the, the assailant, by the way, is on the loose in this case, too. He's wearing yeah. a, a red sweater, a red jacket, rather, with the letter R. Oh, maybe this is the guy. Maybe it's rough guy. What does the R stand for? We don't know. R. It was, um, it was a red jacket. A red jacket with an R on it. Maybe it's for red. Yeah, it's yeah. my red jacket. I can't spell, but I'm going to take your word for it. Six one, about two hundred pounds, with a mustache, beard, and short black hair. He sounds like that asshole from we, Pennsylvania. We basically just described. <laughs> look at here. Look at this. There, there she is. Kim, is that Kardashian? Oh, we talked about this on morning, which morning. Pat Dixon was on today. Yes. Plug, plug, plug. What and what a um, show. By the way, nobody pretty on the show besides Joanne today. I'm a little disappointed. Usually you got a piece uh, first of ass of all, on there. Do you have eyes? Yeah. This is pretty. You do look good. My jaw has been fixed. Rich, I look gorgeous. Richie Redding though is um, like uh, Richie Redding's annoyingly good looking. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, and Chris Freed's like good looking dude. Yeah. By the way, you're a handsome it's, it's, man. It's all ass. Okay, you, you get a point. Okay, but anyway, right, Kardashian. So, so this is like the hard hitting stuff that Pat and I talked about today. Yes, is whether or not Kim Kardashian had a rib removed. Uh, that is the online rumor. She must from have. how she looked. Look at that. That is that. There's something cartoonish about that. It's a hundred times sexier, right there. That looks silly. That does not look sexy to me anymore. Like, She's ruined. I think it. you brought up the good point where it was like th- there might be a Photoshop element to it, but there was people there live that saw that and were like, "Oh, something. You did some sort of weird surgery." Yeah, I'm like not, that's not that. The, what is going on there? I don't even what like is that. I don't even like the breasts. They're too big and round and weird looking. They look yeah, like you don't uh, like fun. Yeah. That's what you don't like. Th- yeah. Those things right there, they yeah. look like... Uh, I prefer uh, just withered breastfed breasts that have nipples that like uh, look like straws. I don't want the cover of Heavy Metal Magazine from 1981, you know? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's all I want. Are you kidding me? Uh, that's why God came of grace. I was so, oh, God jazzed up to meet a woman like that someday. I'm so yeah, jazzed up to happen. meet a woman, period. But uh, <laughs> I said too much. Just to meet her. I, I'm going back now because I want to find this sexy-ass woman from, look at this. Now, that's a sexy woman. From the, you know, look at that. She has got it going on. Oh, is, oh, that's Gronk's new girlfriend, huh? Gronk's new girlfriend, yeah. and she's in Sports Illustrated. God Where else would she be? retirement, huh? Where else would she be? Is Gronk retired? Why did he retire three years ago? Just do that. No, this You're guy's... already a millionaire. He's, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. How old is Gronk? He's like, what, 30? Yeah, not yeah. yeah. 30. He's retiring before That's 30? That's ridiculous. What, uh, is he not want... He is going to go to the Hall of Fame. Some people don't want brain damage. So. They're like, oh, I... brain damage. I don't need that shit. I'm already a big, weird dude. What do I need brain uh, why damage for? Why are you for? body shaming his face? <laughs> this guy right here, I heard about a, a, I had a friend named, uh, I forget her name, Kelly or something, and she met this guy. And she was like, boy, that guy is kind of dumb. Kind of. I love the fact that you said kind of. Kind of dumb. Yeah, but the, here's the thing I love about Gronk. He owns his dumbness. He sure does like, know how he, to catch a ball. He knows who he is. He knows he's how to run over. He's not going out there like, with reading glasses, well, like, reading the post. Got the world by the fucking short hairs, don't he? Look at that. Well, yeah. He's got this this right here to come home to. God, yeah. God bless. He's trying to do, you know what? He's doing the same thing. that What's his name? Uh, Kaepernick did. Found a girlfriend and you retire. Felons can be jurors now, according to the state. They're real. Why are they trying to help felons like vote and be on juries and shit? Well, now Bernie Sanders is weird because he wants felons to like actually vote while they're still in jail. Yeah, yeah. He, which is he yeah, wants felon. On. He wants to be a run for office while they're in jail. I, and but jail. I do think that like after you've done your time, I think you should be able to vote. After you do your time, yeah. maybe. If, you, if you've done your debt to society, I think so. I don't know about jurors though. Yeah, yeah. State Senate passed a bill Tuesday that would allow convicted felons to serve on juries. Uh, but why, would, would any lawyer pick a former felon as a jury okay. member? Any felons here? You're excused. Yeah. But maybe did you, you ever would. do jury duty? I did multiple times. Uh, were you actually on trial? I was on one trial when I was 18 years old. Murder 18. trial. By the way, I don't want 18 year olds being in a jury. I like, I, how were you on a jury at 18? I don't like, know. I don't want those fucking... There wasn't like, a lot you were of... probably barely through puberty, and you're on a fucking jury. They must have figured I was going to vote the right way. Whoever, you know, be like, yeah. maybe they only get so many rejects. But, uh, yeah, I was picked on this jury. Uh, murder trial. Here's a situation. There was a guy who had a girlfriend, and uh, she had an ex, and, and she had a kid with the ex. It was a murder trial, and the kid was like 13. He was a pain in the ass, and he was fucking with the new boyfriend, and uh, the guy, the old boyfriend, was fucking with the new boyfriend through the 13-year-old. It was all a very tense situation. Finally, the guy's like, meet me at the grocery store parking lot. 
They show up, and the guy uh, stabs him. Uh, stabs the old guy. So the old boyfriend dead, the new boyfriend on trial. So, but open and shut case. I mean, like, was there much to debate about? Like, Hung jury. Are you serious? Hung How? jury. How? Because it was one guy who goes, last night I woke up in the middle of the night and all I could think was guilty, guilty, guilty. And then I'll, I went back to sleep and I woke up a little while later and all I could think when I woke up was innocent, innocent, innocent. He, he wanted his moment, you know. It's idiots like that that are deciding who goes to prison and who doesn't. That's what's wrong with America. I am in the not 80s. arguing. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Well, like by the way, first of all, but from your 18-year-old perspective, I was I was that furious. must have been a, but furious, but also that must have been entertaining as fuck. It was 11 to one. I was just I was so I was livid. I was like, we've all decided on because in Tennessee they can find for a, a lesser thing. So he was charged with everything from second degree murder down. So like we, oh so we, so we could have charged him with like involuntary manslaughter. It was like a two and a half to four year sentence or some shit like that, and uh, that seemed to fit. But this guy didn't think so. How did that shape your young mind after coming out of something like that? I was like, man, what a waste of time this shit is. No yeah. wonder shit takes so long and costs so much. Have you ever been on a trial? No. Well, I went. I finally did my jury duty due diligence downtown. Um, you Ooh, know, that like, sounded it, so dirty when you say it like that. Uh, a jury duty due diligence downtown. It's also a porn script I'm working on. I would actually <laughs> like your edits. Um, but <laughs> jury duty due diligence downtown. <laughs> um, and I was actually offended that I did not get picked for any trial. Like, I, like the lawyers would interview all of us. You know how it works. And like, I like, I thought I answered the questions correctly because like I was like quote-unquote, in-between jobs. It's called freelancing, America. Look into it. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I got nothing to do. Why not? Like, I, I would love to be, like, in a jury. Yeah. And 40 I was bucks a day. Well, yeah, oh, totally. And I still got paid that, but it was just two days. Because if you go there, you don't get picked. It's just two days, and then you don't have to do it for eight years. Yeah. But, um, but if you get picked, you get that $40 a day for a while. Maybe oh, three weeks. That sweet $40 manna <laughs> from heaven. <laughs> But um, it really get you through a tough time. Yeah, I was totally offended. Like they, they did not want me for anything. I got it. But you know something? I have I have something to tell you in particular about when I did my jury duty last. I was in New York City and I went down and because the first one was in Tennessee, this was in New York City. I went down for jury duty and uh, I was concerned because um, <laughs> it was like it was like already. I wasn't I wasn't like going. Uh, it, it, they, they held me over for whatever, you know, and then they were talking to us. And I was like, hey, look, uh, I forget why I was actually talking to but the judge. But you were concerned because you were holding, told, weren't no, you? No, because I had mourning to do. And I'm like, well, I don't want to miss. I, I'm, I love you. I'm, I'm not going to be able to make it on Thursday because I've got this show that I've been wanting to be on for a while. And I'm finally going to get to do it. And, and no, so the judge was like, really? He goes, what show oh, is so it? he uses this as an excuse. He goes, what? No, no, no. <laughs> it was for real. He goes, what show was it? And I'm like, Morning with Bill Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, it's a nice <laughs> to set in a courtroom. And I love the fact that oh god, and That's he goes, wonderful. I think you're gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you should be watching it too every day, four days a week. Oh, uh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, uh, more. We always that. love when Pat's on. He's kind of our go-to. Well, you know, uh, Joanne Nosajinsky, and that's the weirdest name too, by the way. You did a great Sajinsky. apology today, by the way. I, she deserved I, I, it. I, I, I think that uh, she is now back in love with you. Is there? Uh, was she able to get the stains out of the sweater and the and the jumper and everything and? <laughs> well, that's the crime scene that I'm going to be on journey duty for. But I'll get out of it because I know you. Now so. look at her, Jennifer Aniston. Remember when she was all the we all talked the rage? about this yesterday. Um, I forget who said it, but uh, Jennifer Aniston used to be good looking when she was still a little thick and more Greek in the early Friends days. Now this is well retouched, right? Yeah. Google Jennifer Aniston like on your phone. Now she's like, 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 she's like some, it's a weird, some a weird. poodle face bitch. Yeah, yeah. But to me, she's uh, yeah, she's finally getting old enough and kind of like uh, what do you call it, uh, beat enough? You know, like what, what's the word that the ladies use? Well, no, I think the word is that you want to beat up women. Oh right, 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 right yeah, 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 um, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah. I mean, in two I, Netflix comedies, Murder Mystery out with Sandler and First Ladies open them. What oh, is she's the word? turning, she's 50. 50. 
Fifty. All right. I mean, that, if you tell me if you ran into her in a, at, at a bingo parlor, you wouldn't you wouldn't hit it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Look, by the, at this point in my life, I'd have sex with you right now. <laughs> hey, um, well then that means the show is over. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I, uh, no, not picky, but like you always have to preface that with those kind of discussions. Like, oh right. Obviously, I wouldn't kick her out of bed, but then you have to discuss. Actually, what you think she looks like right. now? Of course, deal breakers are like in the Taliban. Okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, not a deal breaker uh, <laughs> for me. A little bit hot, uh, but she looks good in that one. She but looks we, good. We, we did a photo of we did like a bunch of and like Joe could be a little like catty when it comes to stuff too. Like uh-huh. I think Joe called for it. She's like, uh, yeah, no, take a look at uh, Jennifer Aniston now, and it was just face shots. But Something about I've learned being, this term oh. filler. Filler? Filler. Yeah, she's got too much filler on her. Like filler. It's, an, it's not Botox, but it's like this filler. we this weird like collagen. Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah, just yeah. just fat. Yeah. They take it from one place, put it in another place. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you, you gotta be pretty rich to get your fat all rearranged and pretty vain. Can I please have that life? <laughs> I like all like I don't have any professional goals. I just want to be able to put some of my fat into another part of my body and be able to afford maybe that. into yeah. another person's body altogether. That I would be maybe nice yeah, too. like they can have it. That would. Be I don't nice. even want it back. Jo- Joanne Osajenski, beautiful woman. That's why she's so catty. She and she's had nothing done. And every once in a while, she'll talk about like Miss New York. I'm thinking former Miss New York, former 2013. New- That's insane to me. Yeah. Um, 2013 back when Trump was running Miss USA. In 2013, she was the most beautiful woman in the fucking state. And she now. Got- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's, they, they don't keep up with I her anymore. I condemn this. She's not, is there a list? I don't know how that works. I condemn this. I absolutely Former Miss New York. She is very attractive and very well, funny. And I, like, and I was actually talking with Joe about this today. Uh, that we, we have certain female comedians that come on sometimes that I think, I think, as an observation, oh. I think that they sometimes have an issue with her because... There is a certain type of female comic that is not cool with the fact that you can be hot and funny. Oh, right. And Joe is that. I mean, yeah. she is hysterical. Are these and the hot female comedians or the funny female think? comedians? Well, <laughs> maybe we should change topics. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's the ones that they're just... Yeah. yeah, this dog ugly, but boy, oh boy, they can really get a punchline off. I hate you. I Bill hate Schultz. you so much. <laughs> we'll talk to you again soon, I hope. Thanks to your friends here for kind of like uh, staking oh, us out here. Oh, Chris and Matt. Yeah, supplying the booze that keeps us yeah, Joe, no uh, going. Uh, here's Sullivan's. Thanks to Sullivan's, too. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Sullivan's. To New York City Crime Report. I didn't know Ron Perlman was political.